The Jet Set Breakfast with Michelle Constant. 8.24 and uh, time for us to move into our uh, science story. Jeez, we've been talking about fungi, fungus, uh, many a time. And uh, it seems to me that this is something that we are looking at in a major way. On the line, we have Professor Brenda Wingfield. Um, And uh, Brenda has been writing and talking in The Conversation, which is a website, a science and academic website, about fungus which works from genes into tree disease. Brenda, talk to us about what you wrote. And and let's try and take this to 101 so people understand it, uh, because certainly um, my blondness may not help in that particular Mm -hmm. position. Good morning, Michelle, and good morning to your listeners. Um, Thank you very much for hosting me today. So, Michelle... I work with fungi, as you said, and I, my particular focus has always been on fungi that cause disease in trees. Now, most of the fungi that I work with are called microfungi, so they're so small that you can't see them with the naked eye. And quite often, people don't understand that their tree actually has a disease. They just think it's getting kind of funny or maybe it's dying of drought or something. So while humans, you know, we've just gone through the whole COVID-19 pandemic, we're, we're very sensitized to viruses. The majority of the diseases that plants get, so in trees or plants, are in actual fact as a result of, of fungi. And there are many, many, many different kinds of fungi. And as a researcher, and and maybe there's some young researchers listening here, one needs to have money to do research. So quite often, um, from a plant pathology perspective, so a plant pathologist is somebody who studies the diseases of plants, um, most often we then are working on fungi that are causing disease to economically important plants. And in my case, I have for many years received funding from the forestry companies in South Africa to focus on the diseases of their trees. And specifically, the one I wrote about in the conversation is a fungus that causes a disease of pine trees. I have to, can I stop you there? And it's something that one yes. of our listeners is just asking as well, because it's something I didn't know. Is it fungi and not fungi? Well, at a certain level, it depends on which side of the Atlantic you're on. <laughs> <laughs> So we, we tend to talk about fungi, but some people call them fungi, and, you know, they are fungi sometimes, and we joke about that. So okay. um, I'm not, I, don't, I don't think we can be prescriptive. Um, maybe have some any lingu- name. <laughs> maybe some linguist would, would want to correct me. Okay, that's interesting. So, you know, Dr. Whit- Whit- Wingfield, when we look at, at fungi, 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 whatever the case may be, um, we are, um, there's, there's one and that's coming up in, in a lot of trees in South Africa. And I'm assuming that we need to start rethinking and re-looking at tree disease as we move forward in the world. Absolutely. But, you know, um, when fungi have been causing disease, well, like all, all organisms, they've been around for a very, very long time. We do, in, in South Africa, we have a, a particular problem with um, some of our trees that is caused by an insect. Um, some of your listeners might have heard about the polyphagous shot hole borer, which is quite a mouthful, mm. but that's not a fungus. That's, that's not a an fungus. insect. Yeah, yes. yeah. 
What do we do as we move forward? Because I imagine, and this is like really a thumbsack, but I imagine that as we see climate change, we'll see a shift quite dramatically in terms of things like fungus, in terms of things like tree disease, maybe more, maybe less, I don't know. But I imagine it will have an impact. Oh, ab- absolutely it's going to have an impact. I mean, the, the, the first impact um, that we suggest is, is you know, we, well, maybe I should just take one step back, is, look, the plants, trees that I deal with, these are economically important plants. They're not in a native environment. They're planted, so they're managed, and the forestry companies are always looking at what is the most appropriate um kind of plant, tree to plant, depending on what the climate is. So they're constantly looking ahead and saying, well, okay, fine, if it's going to get hotter, we're going to be able to plant these things. If it's going to get drier, then you need to be looking for um, things that are drought tolerant. And mm. into that mix, we've we've played into helping the forestry companies know which species and which individual plants are a natural fact resistant to certain diseases. Is that what we're doing? Yes, yes, absolutely. Look, we have we have we have an incredibly strong um, research foundation in forest forestry in South mm. Africa. We have a very long history, and you know our forestry companies are are, are very strong and very significantly important um, for our economy. That's Professor Brenda Wingfield. She is the Professor of Genetics and the Deputy Dean at the University of Pretoria. It's eight thirty.